Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Law of Attraction Roundtable. Today, we are doing something a little fun. We had this inspiration to record this next article in the Joshua article series while we're taking a hike in a beautiful trail here in North Carolina. And so you might hear us huffing and puffing, and what we're doing is walking along this beautiful trail. Um, this is a excerpt from Joshua's forthcoming book called An Authentic Life. And this is an article that was created from that. And the article is titled, The Truth of Who You Truly Are. And so uh, this is all about being authentic and understanding who you truly are and then acting that way in physical reality. I think that we covered a lot of it. We were also dodging our rational fears where there are spiders in the way and maybe bears and mountain lions there too. So it's a fun conversation about rational fear and irrational fear. You can also watch this video and see us actually taking this walk if you go to YouTube and check out our YouTube channel, which is The Teachings of Joshua. Please like this audio recording with this po podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast and leave your reviews and comments. We like to, to uh, read those. Um, also, if you like, you can join our Friends of Joshua Facebook group and get access to all the cool stuff we have over there. So thanks for tuning in and enjoy the program. All right, let's try this again. This is the Law of Attraction Roundtable with my uh, co-host Tracy DeLuise. I'm Gary Temple Bodley, and we're gonna do a new article. And I emailed it to you, babe. Do you have the article in question? The truth of who you truly are, is that what you want? That could be good. Oh, Why not? There's another one. Let's do this one. The truth of who you really are. The truth of who you truly are. That's right, who you truly are. Okay. Okay, so this is an excerpt from The Authentic Life. Ah. Oh, you didn't know that? Uh-uh. Oh, okay, how's my hair? Good. Good, all right. You have to walk in front. I have to walk in front? Yeah, because you're small. Do you want me to hold it? Okay, just go ahead and read. You just have to learn how to use the camera. I know, right? All right. Right? You were taught to be good. You were asked to be someone different than you really are. It was asked by your parents, teachers, your extended family, your siblings, your friends, your culture, your society as a whole. You were taught not to be bad. However, there is no good or bad. There is only the judgment of good and bad. There is no right or wrong. There is only the judgment of right and wrong. Since judgment is ultimately delivered out of fear, the idea of good is delivered out of fear along with the concepts of right, wrong, and bad. An authentic life is lived free from limitations imposed by irrational fear and free from the call of judgment. Okay, so who we truly are is who we exist in the non-physical. We are magnificent and limitless beings of pure positive love and acceptance. That's who we truly are on physical reality as well on earth but we have this aspect of fear and we have this illusion of imperfection so we don't really see ourselves as we would see ourselves in the non-physical because we think that we're flawed and we have this fear that says we're not enough we're not good enough we're not worthy we need to improve we can't really have what we want because we're not really the creators of our reality because other people affect us or influence us or have direct control over us. And so that's the big illusion we're trying to move past. 
So who we truly are is worthy of anything we want. That's right. We are worthy. And that is the truth. Okay. Of this reality. Next paragraph. You are worthy. Who you really are is a limitless being of pure positive love and acceptance. There is no fear in that. The idea of limitlessness is one who is free from limiting effects of fear. You came to this physical reality to expand through experiences, including the ones that brought up fear. Therefore, fear is a component in the expansion process. And so we could say that fear is necessary and therefore right. Fear can be seen as good, a good thing. Fear is what makes physical reality tangible. However, there are two types of fear and the distinction is rather important in the pursuit of an authentic life. So there is rational fear and it is incorporated into your survival instinct. Without it, you would not last long in physical reality. Babe, spider. Where? See, that's a that's a rational fear. Oh gosh. We did. I was just did like, that, right? Where? <laughs> yeah, that was uh, funny. Not. That was good. Okay, so rational fear is that which could, you could uh, could do you physical harm, like if there was a bear right over here. Ah, the bear could eat me. Right. That's irrational, so I would. An irrational fear is the fear that you could get coronavirus by not wearing a mask if someone walks by who has coronavirus. Is that irrational? That's irrational? I don't know. We've already had coronavirus, yeah, so. we did. We're we pretty had, good. We had the vid. We had the vid. Yeah. Okay, so fear is useful because it makes this reality feel tangible. If there wasn't fear here, we wouldn't stick around very long. We'd be jumping off cliffs and diving, in, you know, petting lions and stuff like that. Yeah. So fear is good, it's necessary, but most of the fear that we feel <laughs> is irrational because it can't do us harm. And so we live these highly limited lives because we're so worried about... Maybe cutting your head off. We're Maybe. so worried about negative emotion, right? Yes. Okay. So if we were less worried about these irrational fears, we could do more things. And if we... The more we understand that negative emotion is caused by irrational fear and we can figure out what that irrational you know fear is and or yeah. limiting belief right because it's a limiting belief yeah, so that's all all fear is tied to a limiting belief you don't have to fear negative emotion it's it's not a bad thing there is no bad there is no wrong so if you feel a negative emotion a good thing yep because it's guidance that is that is guidance from your inner being okay next paragraph can't really see Didn't sorry see, see the river down there yeah let's, let's see the river let's stop rational fear let's talk about rational fear let's just come over here and i'll read it okay because I can't really see while I'm walking. All right. All right. Rational fear is the fear that which could cause you physical harm or death. 
Rational fear is extremely useful in certain situations, as we just talked about, such as those times you wish to fly off the top of a tall building without a parachute. Rational fear helps to prevent you from doing those things that could lead to death. While it may keep you alive, it is limiting. It limits you from attempting certain activities that, while dangerous, might also be fun and exciting. Ha! <laughs> irrational fear pops up much more often than rational fear. An irrational fear is the fear around anything that cannot lead to your death. It is the fear of asking for a raise, asking for a date, speaking in public, or anything where the activity is unlikely to result in your death. That leaf just touched my arm. Oh, that, wow. that, that was an irrational fear. Oh, did you get scared? Yeah. Did you think it was a monster? I thought it was a bug. Yeah. Oh, a bug that could lead to your death? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. That was an irrational fear. All right. The leaf could not kill you, <laughs> nor could the bug. <laughs> so if you can't die or be physically harmed, then the fear is irrational. It is highly limiting because it keeps you from doing those things you need to do when you need to do them. It causes you to play it too safe. It causes you to be different than who you really are. You cannot live an authentic life while succumbing to irrational fear. So this is what everyone does, walk? right? Sure, walk? Walk. Okay. So this is what everyone does. We have uh, get into like this alignment. We receive inspiration to do something amazing. And the first thought that comes is an irrational fear that says, don't do that or do it later, or who do you think you are to do that? Or that's gonna to lead to something unwanted, right? And so this is how we limit ourselves because we just do not act on inspiration because of irrational fear. And all irrational fear is tied to a limiting belief. So if you're being authentic, then you're, you're processing that or analyzing that fear, is it rational or irrational? and you're processing the limiting belief, and then you're doing whatever you're inspired to do. That's an authentic life. And that's because you're living without the limitations imposed by irrational fear, just as you would be in the non-physical. That's where all your power is. Yes. Right, so we have this inspiration to do this video, take a walk, kill two birds, and yeah, we had to get a selfie stick, we had to get um, these microphones, we had to bring along a couple couple cell phones and stuff to record it. We're going to have to go back and put it in the computer and process it and all that stuff. You know, and uh, so it seems like a lot of work, but actually it's pretty fun. And the better we get at it, the easier it is. Yes, that's true. Been one of my inspirations for a while to make videos and post them. But I'm always in fear of, oh, it's not going to look good. Oh, this, that, the other thing, my hair, yeah. bouncing around with the movie and the video. It's not professional, blah, blah, blah. Hey, it might but be. Here we are. It might look good. I think it just might look good. Who knows? Yeah, so we're pushing through fear. Yep. All right. Okay. Where were we? I don't know. That's very small writing. Yes, I know. <laughs> An authentic life is created by analyzing the fear as it comes up and categorizing it as rational or irrational. If the fear is rational, then the activity is dangerous and can be avoided. 
If the fear is irrational, then the fear is false and the activity can be completed. The action can be taken. An authentic person knows the difference between rational fear and irrational fear. Very good. That's what we just spoke about. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. All right, we're going to have to stop. The, we got a nice background here. Okay. To live an authentic life, you must strip away the limiting effects of irrational fear and take action when it is inspired. The authentic person lives a life of allowing and receives inspiration in the moment. When the inspiration to act is received, fear will almost always present itself. An authentic life is lived by feeling the fear and ignoring the inspiration. The fear is too great and the reward for taking the action appears to be too small by contrast or comparison. The action itself may cause you to cross the boundary of what society deems appropriate, or what your parents think is good, or what your friends might approve of, or what your spouse will tolerate. Since you believe yourself to be good, you convince yourself that the action you are inspired to take conflicts with your idea of good or bad, or mm. right or wrong, and so you allow your fear to stop you. You limit yourself due to irrational fear. Since you are a limitless being of pure positive love and acceptance, these limitations imposed by irrational fear cause you to be somewhat less than who you really are. This is called inauthentic. Okay. And, you know, when this isn't really explained, we sort of... <coughs> bless you. Thank you. We sort of judge all this inspiration that comes. And we say, oh, that's just a stupid idea that I made up myself. Where did it come from? But when we realize that we are limitless beings and we're spiritual beings and our we're being guided by our inner self all the time. We know that when we're inspired, that inspired idea is for our direct benefit. And that that is the thing that we can move towards. We don't have to you know, think about total fruition of the idea. But what we want to think about is what step could we take in the moment. And so often, so often, you just discount it. And so you don't take any steps at all. You don't do anything. And this is what leads to a mundane life or an inauthentic life. Inauthentic, yeah. This is, you know, when people get in the boot camp, one thing that they have to do is try and remember what inspiration they received the day before. And it's literally the hardest thing in the boot camp is for people to realize that they're actually getting 100, 200 inspired ideas every day, and they don't realize any of it. Yeah, it's true. And yeah, I think this is one of the most important things that we should, uh, should have been taught at a very young age and it's okay you know the way we all we all chose this right time to be here and to find ourselves you know spiritually Babe, are you uh, a breath there yeah i am isn't it crazy we're taking a little a little tiny walk i know it's so crazy <laughs> that I, I can't but here's the thing like i used to run half marathons and stuff uh -huh. but i could never talk and run it's not easy I could never talk and walk yeah no, it's i not just, easy. just yeah i would always no talking for me. Some people can run and talk. I'm like, how How do you do that? Here, you want to sit on that bench? Yeah. So, All right. anyway, um, what was I saying? Well, yeah, we don't, we don't recognize the inspiration. Oh, right. So that's one thing that, yeah, the boot camp helps us do is uh, practice that. Practice recognizing inspiration. Writing it down. Writing it down yeah. and getting better at that listening to your inner self okay so we you all get, have one you get an inspired idea and like i had an inspired idea to play poker 
and there were I was playing with a lot of different kind of people playing poker, and there were some people who would not tell anyone they were there because they were so embarrassed that oh they're spending time doing this gambling thing, you know, and so they couldn't really enjoy it. Yeah, they were afraid of being judged. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. They're afraid of what people thought of them. Okay. We're going to get away from all that now and be authentic. In believing you are good, you judge others as good or bad, right or wrong, depending on who they are and what they are doing at the time. The problem with judging others is that you must also judge yourself by comparison. If you label another one as wrong or bad, then in those times when you perceive yourself to be wrong or bad, you will assume that other people are judging you. You can never know what anyone else is ever thinking. But your perspective, what they are thinking, wait, what? But you perceive what they are thinking yourself. You place thoughts in their minds. You make up stories. You convince yourself that they are either thinking good thoughts about you or bad thoughts about you. Since you are living an inauthentic life, you try to control how they perceive you so that you can feel good. You react to the condition that presents itself in your reality and you feel good and you feel either good or bad as a result. If the conditions are good, you feel good. If the conditions are, hold please, bad, you feel bad. <laughs> Therefore, you must constantly work to create good conditions and avoid all the bad ones. This uh, is a conditional experience of life, and it is the basis of an inauthentic life. Okay, so an inauthentic life is you react to conditions outside of you because you perceive yourself to be a victim. Anytime we say, oh that made me feel good or that made me feel bad, we are acting as a victim because we're saying that that circumstance outside of us causes us to make to feel something. Uh, you said something that made me feel bad. That's a, a victim statement, right? Because the other person cannot make you feel bad. You have to interpret what they're saying in a way that conflicts with the limiting belief and that limiting belief causes you to feel bad. Always the limiting belief causes you to feel bad and always the beneficial belief causes you to feel good. So what we want to do in an authentic life is to adjust those set of beliefs so that they're more empowering and less limiting. We want to realize that nothing outside of us can make us feel anything. We just cast our judgment on it and then choose how we want to, how we feel. Most people do this reactionary without thinking of it. It's unconscious. We are now choosing consciously to see things from a higher perspective, from a more empowering perspective. And this allows us to be more creators of a reality and less victims of a reality. All right, good stuff. An authentic life is one where you choose how you feel regardless of the conditions. You feel good regardless of what is happening around you. The reason you might react by feeling bad is because you perceive something as wrong and this causes you to feel fear. That's approaching life from a conditional standpoint and succumbing to irrational fear. The authentic person finds a way to see things as good or to feel good despite something that might otherwise cause fear. If there is no fear involved, there can be no negative emotion. All negative emotion is based in fear. Fear causes you to take a perspective that is limiting. Since you cannot know how something will play out, the fear is irrational and the perspective chosen from a place of fear is false. If the fear is irrational, then it is false and so is the limited perspective. Right. Okay, so that's conditional approach to life is we, we judge something as being wrong and that judgment is based on a limiting belief 
and that causes us to feel negative emotion because our inner self is sending us that message that we're looking at it from a limited perspective. That this thing is actually not wrong, it's just we are perceiving it as wrong. And from that illusion, we are drifting off into a lower emotional state of being, we're bringing up urges to control conditions, we're bringing up more fearful thoughts, we're taking a detour, we're acting on urges to change conditions. Nothing beneficial comes from that, right? That's a stream of consciousness based in fear, and when we hook up to that, we're not moving forward to live an authentic life, we're exploring who we are not. We're exploring the inauthentic versions of us. And that's fine, and everyone's doing that all the time, but now we're opting for this new approach to life. This approach that says, we are the creators of, creators of our reality. We can choose a higher perspective. We can move towards love and away from fear. We can live life consciously. We can see ourselves as worthy and good and inherently valuable and equal to all that is. We can start saying, I appreciate this. I'm grateful for this. I think this is good. I can leave everyone else to all that stuff, but I'm focused on what I prefer. I can have, be, and do anything. I had a set of pre-birth intentions that I am allowing to flow through me. I'm being guided in every moment. I know that what I truly want is coming as long as I allow it to come, as long as, long as I'm focused on my nature as this creator. Right? A lot of stuff going on here. That's the authentic life. Yeah. Lots of stuff. All right, here's an example. Let's say your boss calls you into the office and reprimands you for something you did. You might feel fear, but since your boss cannot do to you any physical harm, the fear is irrational. If you accept the fear and feel negative emotion, it means that you have a project, projected, it means that you have projected this fear into the future and you have chosen a limited perspective. You might think she doesn't like you. You might think you won't get the next raise or bonus. You might even think you could get fired. However, these perspectives into the future are just stories you're fabricating. And since they're based on an irrational fear, they are completely and utterly false. Okay, so that's a really good, really good example there. You, your boss says you did something wrong and you know, this was funny because Tina, who was doing some landscaping, um, trimmed back these trees and the owner was all freaked out because he trimmed them too much, right? And so she was like in fear that she did the wrong thing and this could come back and bite her in the ass and things, right? But this is all projecting into the future because you don't know what the future is going to bring. Now, if you understand that all of these things that you do are always perfect, that you can't do anything wrong that you can't make a mistake, you can't fail. It's all leading you to uncover these limiting beliefs so that you can become a vibrational match to everything you want. The reason that, you, that the life that you truly want, you're not living, is because you have a set of limiting beliefs. And in order to become a vibrational match to the life that you wanna live, you have to uncover and process those limiting beliefs. So all of these events that happen that expose your limiting beliefs are necessary so that you can do the work to become a vibrational match to everything you want. You want these manifestation events. You want to feel negative emotion. You want to uncover those limiting beliefs and then process them so that you can, be, so that you can change your vibration 
you see your vibration exists at this point because you have a certain amount of limiting beliefs. I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not whatever, that have to be seen as limiting and nothing else, right? You have to expose those limiting beliefs because if you don't expose them, how do you know what you have? Why do you know which limiting beliefs are, are preventing you from living the life you want to live, right? That's right. So when you have a manifestation event, like your boss calls you in the office and says you did something wrong, this exposes the limiting belief and you can address it now. And, and when you dial down and prove that that limiting belief is false, then that manifestation event is no longer needed because you've raised your vibration and you've gone on to this next level of understanding who you truly are, that authentic version of you. And it's funny because as you understand your worthiness more and more and more, you find yourself in these situations that you're like, wow, what am I even doing here? Why am I even contemplating this? Why am I even in this job? Why am I even in this relationship? Why am I even living here? Why aren't I doing this thing I'm inspired to do? That's a pretty cool thing when you start to see yourself as like, this does not fit with who I see myself to be. All right, we got another paragraph. What happened here? We have a big bumblebee right next to me. Uh-oh. Oh, look at that bumblebee. Hold on. Oh, see, now that's a rational fear. I think it's a thing. Can we get it? Hold on. <laughs> look at this thing. It's huge. Killing. All right, we got to go. That is big. Wow. Big, 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 big. All right, big. let's go. All right. Because you do not analyze the fear and realize it's irrational, you try to coerce the conditions by behaving in a manner that your boss will approve of. You change yourself so that you fit into the persona that will cause your boss to appreciate your efforts so that you will not have to endure the negative emotion associated with her disapproval. Because you are now behaving differently only due to your fear of her disapproval, which will cause you to feel negative emotion, you become an inauthentic version of yourself. You change who you are like a chameleon based on your perception of what others want from you. You do all of this because you fear negative emotion. It's the negative emotion that causes you to be inauthentic. Actually, it's not even the negative emotion itself. It is the fear of negative emotion <laughs> that creates an inauthentic life. If you would like to live an authentic life, you will have to learn how to mitigate the fear of negative emotion. Okay, so that is, that just illustrates it perfectly there. When you feel negative emotion, you think something happened that shouldn't have happened. And you say, it's because I did something wrong, so I have to be different than I am, so that I can avoid things like this happening in the future. So now, you can't be authentic. You have to be inauthentic, because you have to adopt some kind of new persona, or some kind of new mask or camouflage that allows you to stay in that job without getting your boss upset at you, right? And so, who is your boss appreciating? Anyway, it's not you, it's this inauthentic version of you that you fabricated in order to avoid negative emotion. And this is what tears people apart because they have to live in total conflict with who they truly are. They have to be totally authentic. And we learned all of this as kids. We behaved in a certain way and our parents appreciated that we were good or whatever, and then when we were bad, they withheld their love, 
and then we had to try and figure out who we can be in order to manipulate them into liking us and sending us love and stuff like that. <clears throat> well, this goes into your adult life with all your relationships, especially romantic relationships, and how do you interact with people at work and how you interact with your friends and what you try to be in order to get like, love, respect, admiration, all that stuff. It's all manipulative and it's all living a conditional and inauthentic life. Right? Right. Next paragraph. All right, let's do it from here at the bridge. Oh, this is pretty. Oh, I gotta get over here. So do you see how you change your behavior around different people? You are one person around your mate, another person around your parents, another person around your friends, children, co-workers, and those you perceive to be authoritative figures. You act differently around those who you perceive to have more status and those you perceive to have less status. You judge people and then you compare yourself to them. You do all of this without the benefit of information. These are snap judgments and they are never accurate. You simply do not have enough information. All right. So that's true of all limiting beliefs. Is all limiting beliefs lack information. So you get to this manifestation event, let's say your boss is angry with you and it activates a limiting belief, you feel negative emotion, you feel fear. Now, five years down the road, you might not even remember that interaction because you'll know exactly how things turned out. You'll have all this information and therefore that limiting belief is no longer limiting because you have information. So that means that all limiting beliefs just don't have enough information. And this is why you feel fear. So if you can look at things from the higher perspective, you can add in information. I know this is for, for my benefit. I know that it'll work out. I can't see how it's gonna work out now, but I trust that it will. Um, it's not that big of a deal. There's just some uh, information that's missing and I'll expand through this experience, right? It's such a more empowering way to look at these things. And if you get good at doing this, pretty soon you do it in your head. And so the manifestation events are infrequent and don't last very long. Yes. Yep. True story. Facts. So if you knew the purpose of physical reality, why you're here and what you're intended to do during this life, you would live an authentic life and you would not judge anyone least of all yourself. You would have a much higher perspective. You would simply see things differently. Living an authentic life is living in your power as you intended. It is not done to gain fame, fortune, appreciation, or recognition. An authentic life is simply hmm, lived because that's what you intended and it represents who you really are. You are not here to control the conditions of other people. You are here to live your life freely and to allow the conditions and the other people to be as they are and to consider it all perfect. Certainly you will define preferences and birth new desires, but you will do so in an authentic way based on who you really are. Is that the last paragraph? No. <laughs> this is a long one. Yes, this is a very long wow. one. Wow. Oh, it's Almost. only two more paragraphs. 
Okay. So that's the thing. If we knew what we came here to do, to live, right? If we understood that, that those pre-birth intentions, if we understood our worthiness, if we realized all this stuff, what a different life this would be. We would be like in our power the whole time. But yet, we didn't in really intend that either. I heard a noise. It was my foot. I stepped on a leaf. Is that what? Yeah. Keep let's going. Let's go sit. No, let's go. Let's walk. So we have to realize that we intended also to pick up these limiting beliefs because that journey from like this belief that you're not worthy to an understanding of your worthiness, right? That journey is what's fun. And we're always resisting that journey because we always wish that we had the answers or we wish we had the money or we wish we had the things that are missing. And it's, not, it's never about that. It's always about the journey to become a vibrational match for these things you want, right? right? And then once you have it, then exploring the having of it as well and how much deeper you can go into it. It's interesting. I live my life now so much more in the day without worrying about tomorrow or the past. And it's so interesting because some days bring these amazing experiences that you couldn't even imagine coming. And then other days are just like, how fun and chill and relax, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's much closer to living in the moment than I've ever done before. Yeah. I just, and I like to write a list of like all these things I want to do in that day. And then see how many of them I can do. Yeah. All that inspiration. Play with that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then not being, yeah, not feeling guilty if you don't get to do it all. Absolutely, yeah. Look how pretty this is over here. Whoa. Yeah, and then over right. here. The benefit of living an authentic life is the creation of the life you prefer and the ability to discover that which you are interested to explore, intended to explore. This approach to life will bring you everything you truly desire. In an authentic life, you allow your true desires to unfold. In an authentic life, you create desires based on your need to be loved, to be appreciated, to be right, and to be good. Mm -hmm. In authentic, yeah. Right. You create false desires in the hope that you can create conditions that will make good or good or be seen as good by others. Right. This is inauthentic and it violates the laws of the universe. The inauthentic approach to life can never work. Only by living an authentic life can you ever hope to create the life that you prefer. Okay. Well, I mean, we all do this, right? We all say, I would feel better if I had someone who loved me. I'd feel better if I had money in the bank. I'd feel better if I was secure. I'd feel better if I had all these friends. And so you try and be different than you are in order to get all that stuff, and it never works. Yeah, it never brings you the feeling that you are searching for outside of you. Yeah. It's got to come from within. Yeah, so you got to say, first, I am worthy. I am unique. I am perfect as I am. Um, I have certain interests. I have certain talents and attributes. And this is all perfect for what I chose to explore. I don't need to be different than I am in any way. 
river is not moving at all. No. Look, it just stopped. Oh, it's moving a little bit down there. Yeah. We had some storms here the other night. Turned the power off. Scary. Lightning like crazy. Yeah, I watched all this part out here. So, um, anyway, so being with this realization that you, your body, your parents, your interests, your intelligence, your sense of humor, where you were born, all this stuff was perfect to enable you to live the life you intended to live. Now, that life that you intend to live, whatever it is, you were prepared for. You set this up prior to your birth. And so you've already lived that life and you've explored everything that you need to explore. So there's nothing you need to do now other than start living this more authentic life because you came here to live this authentic life, right? If you're interested in, in Joshua, if you're listening to this podcast or a video or whatever this is, it's because this is part of what you intended to explore. And so now you can change your exploration and you can decide to explore whatever you're interested in, knowing that you're totally worthy of that exploration. And that if you go for it and start diving deep into it, you'll discover stuff about yourself you did not know. And when you start doing that, you might find you have these hidden talents and attributes over here. And uh, you might start getting this inspiration to do things that you would never have done before. And that's when life gets exciting. Yeah, sure does. Yeah. All right. Being authentic doesn't mean saying or doing what you want, regardless of the impact it will have on others. It isn't being who you think you are. It isn't just being one who is free to do and say what they want, when they want, and to whoever they want they like. That's not it at all. An authentic life is lived by being true to who you are and realizing that you are perfect as you are, and so is everyone else. It is understanding that people are neither good or bad. They simply are who they are, and that is perfect. You are neither good nor bad. You are who you are, and that is perfect. You do not ask anyone to be different than they are, and you do not need to be any different than you are. You are perfect, and they are perfect. There's nothing wrong with them, and there's nothing wrong with you. You do not need to be fixed, nor does anyone else. Everything is right as it is. You might evolve to be a new level of awareness, but you will never be more perfect than you are now. To live an authentic life, nothing about you must change other than your perspective. Yeah. So, is that unusual? Because we all come to this information because we want to improve ourselves. So, Joshua is really is a self-help kind of information, right? And what the basis of all of this is, is that there's an illusion that you're imperfect in any way. And that in that illusion, you want to discover your perfection. So the illusion drives you to discover who you truly are. And that is what is fascinating about this. Under all of it is finally the basis of this whole reality is unraveling the illusion that you're imperfect in any way 
interesting words. Isn't it? Yeah, very. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how satisfying that is. Hi. Hello. How are you? Hello. <laughs> All right, that's power graph. Okay. In our description of an authentic life, we seek to change your perspective. That's all. You are not living life now in a way that we consider wrong. It's just not authentic. There's nothing wrong with living an inauthentic life. It's just not compatible with the laws of the universe. You will never really get what you truly want by living an inauthentic life. You will expand through contrast and birth many desires, whether you live authentically or not. And therefore, that is a very good life indeed. However, you can also live in joy and allow all that you, what you truly want to unfold naturally, easily, and elegantly. It's not a matter of which approach to life is better. It all comes down to which approach to life you prefer. That decision is up to you. But before you make that decision, let us explain how physical reality works within the laws of the universe. With our love, we are Joshua. Wow. Yeah, so you have to know the back story right you have to know the physical and the non-physical so the physical is this playground where we get to explore and what are we exploring we're exploring how we operate as spiritual beings in a physical reality we're discovering who we truly are we're discovering our power or lack thereof we're choosing an approach of a victim or the creator and whether we get it in physical in this physical life or not isn't really that big of a deal because we'll get it all in the non-physical and that's what the purpose of this is but since we've now you know joshua's come forward we now have this chance to understand all this stuff while we're living a physical life yeah and live an authentic life and live and be, joy yeah live in joy and, and that peace was the whole and point bliss and happiness yeah. yeah totally cool all right well that was fun um if you like, you can subscribe to this video or this podcast. That would be really good. And you can leave your comments and leave your ratings. And if you want more information, visit theteachingsofjoshua.com. And of course, we have a very cool Facebook group called Friends of Joshua. So search that on Facebook and then we'll let you in. That's a private group. And otherwise, have a wonderful week and we'll see you next week.